Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brew Church Podcast. My name is Fabian. I am your host, and I'm glad that you are listening. If you would, please hit the plus button on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on Spotify as a way to help more people find this audio content. This audio is recordings from our Sunday gatherings. And if you would like to support what happens here on this podcast or in the Brew Church community in general, there's a giving button in the description of this. Uh, We hope that this is helpful for you and that you gain some good tools to lead to a life of abundance. Enjoy. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Hi. Y'all, uh, my name is Josh. I know most of everyone here. Um, uh, this, is my, this, is, this is my wife. This is Shanice. Um, and kind of what we wanted to talk about tonight was, was we're on we're our second week of Advent. Um, we wanted to talk about um, Advent from the perspective of um, people who are actually in it, I guess. Uh, and, and, well, okay, so. Are we not all in it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's here's what here's what I mean by that, right? So like, for for the last like you know, and we've gotten better at this as as a church. Um, most of the time, for the last two thousand years, we've always had like the Advent stories always been told by dudes, um, by guys who've never been pregnant, right? Um, <laughs> and and so this is a story fundamentally about pregnancy. I think um, this is a metaphor that shows up a lot in the Bible, and yet it's always being used by by people who have never felt a contraction before. Um, so, like, yeah, yeah, Paul talking about the gr- birth pains of the universe, like, the, the, like, the world is in gr- birth pains, I'm like, really, buddy? Like, how, <laughs> you know about that how, friend? <laughs> say more. Um, and I say this all as another man speaking over his, his, his wife, um, because... <laughs> who, who has had contractions, by the way. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, I, I just want to say... Did you, I was to uh, turn over to you. Um, you want to comment on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so first off, shout out to my girl Mary uh, for not having uh, Google or uh, <laughs> antidepressants <laughs> or um, anything to help, really. And then also just like. Because originally I didn't know the story of Advent, so I kind of talked with Josh. I did my own little research, as someone with OCD would do, and um, and it like Josh was telling me like how like Joseph was like thinking about leaving Mary, and that it got complicated, and God's like, no nah, man, you gotta stay. Like you gotta be the dad that steps up, <laughs> and because I'm not gonna be there, and. And, like, so it got me thinking about it, and, like, through my journey, I've been, we've been very fortunate. Um, No huge major complications, no big scary news. Um, Even, like, in our scariest moments, it was still, like, either reassurance of Google and other people and social media and research. And my hardest, I think the hardest thing is... um, like, through this pregnancy journey, I didn't know what to expect. And I was always waiting for the next thing. Like, when I first found out, I, like, when we first got married, I was like, oh, my goodness, I can't wait to, like, say in a really sweet Star Wars or Lord of the Rings way that we're expecting. And what really happened was my food was tasting weird. 
And I was like, ah, this is odd. So, of course, I Googled it. And it said, like, liver disease, COVID, or pregnancy. And I was like, well, I have a pregnancy test. I'll take it. And I looked, and I saw two lines. And I was like, oh, shit, I can't be a teen mom. And I'm like, I was like, wait, I'm, I'm like, 30. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. But, like, the moment, so Josh was getting us food, and the moment I saw him, like, pull in, I just went outside, and I panicked, and I was like, am I high? Do you see this as well? And he's like, what, what? And I was like, I think I'm pregnant. And he's like, how many did you take? And I go, seven. And they all say the same thing. And I was like, and so, fun fact, I also have OCD, and so I was like, maybe it's the brand. We need to go get a different brand of test because, like, what if all these are faulty? And then my OB is like, no, that's not how it works. You're pregnant. And, like, that's the start of our journey. I don't know if that's what you asked. Um, <laughs> I, I initially, initially forgot um, the question. Yeah, so, like, that's that's how I found out that I was going to be to be a dad, right? So, like, I, I come home, and I'm, I got McDonald's or something, and she comes out, she's like, am I high? And I, it's, it's, I was like, no. Um, we're, we're, so that was, that was, I remember when you, when you told me that, um, just, there's this, this thing that's come up for me a lot in the last, you know, nine months is like, there are these, these moments of, um, uh, of, of sublime modernity, right? This idea of like, these are everyday, like small, small little moments. Um, but like, I find them to be like, absolutely just like loaded with like, like something, right? There's loaded with like meaning or, or like there's, there's something here. Um, and finding out that you're going to be a dad is definitely, is definitely one of those. Um, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed that because when I found out I was going to be a mom, I was my first reaction was, "Shit, we're not, uh, we're not teenagers. <laughs> it's fine." <laughs> no, but it's just so like through my journey, um, I'm recently medicated and diagnosed with an anxiety disorder, so that's like also very new for me. Because like through this journey, like everyone I was like talking to, I was like, "Listen, these thoughts aren't going away. Like I've had it previously." Like, I'm still having these irrational thoughts. Like, what what do I do? And my OB was like, well, try talk therapy. And I was like, listen, lady, I've graduated from that. Um, but I'll do it. Like, I love a good homework assignment. And when I went to therapy about it, because I, I also have, a, like, avoidant attachment style. So, like, my other big irrational fear is this baby's going to come out and I'm going to look at it and be like, now what and like no I don't think like that's necessarily the case because like we've bonded like for a few months now um <laughs> but like originally my biggest irrational thought is what if this baby comes out and I look at it and I don't feel like how you're supposed to feel and like that's like the message for all women like when you see your baby you'll love them you'll you'll know instincts will kick in and like Every, like, move, every feeling, all I could think of is, like, I'm so ready for you to be out of me. And I was, like, so nervous. Like, what if he does come out? I look at him. I don't love him. And, like, like what if I just, like, dip out? 
like, <laughs> sorry, uh, <laughs> plot twist, but like, not that I would, but like, so I went to talk therapy and like, now I'm to the point where like him and I are bonded. I'm not like that irrational fear has been not cured because there's still that like, oh my goodness, what if, but I'm also a control freak and it's one what? of the, it's one of those things <laughs> It's one of those things that not being medicated was something I could control. That was one thing I didn't have to put in my body that could help my, like, baby develop. Because, like, research says that SSRIs, they're not dangerous for pregnancy, but, like, can cause low birth rate. And, like, but statistically nothing bad happens. Like, it turns out taking Tylenol is way worse. For right now, at least. And when I was in talk therapy, the big question was, like, well, what's stopping you? And it was that thought of, like, I can control what I eat. I can control what I intake. I can do this, this, this. Like, not medicating was something that I thought I could do. And now that, like, I am medicated, like, a lot of the irrational fears have been gone. So the anticipation of joy is true. And so, like, the idea of anticipating and waiting for something to come, I almost wish I started that journey sooner because I think I would have liked my pregnancy journey a lot more. I think I would have probably complained less, but like the idea of like, again, shout out to Mary for not having Google. Um, but like any, anything at the very beginning that happened, like I looked at all the anatomy scans or when we do sonograms, like what happens at this appointment? What happens at this appointment? What happens at this appointment? And it like got to the point where I was like so overwhelmed that I couldn't actually enjoy like, the idea of I'm growing a human. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's also, like, a weird phenomenon. Like, because, like, we have a really active baby, which <laughs> kids can't be diagnosed with ADHD until they're six. But I think he may be the exception. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because it's one of those things, like, at first, every time he moved, I'd be like, oh, God, please just stop, just stop, just stop, just stop. Like, but now it's, like, whenever he moves, like, even though it's painful, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And, like, it's one of those things, like, I didn't really enjoy my pregnancy journey at all. And I think, like, I robbed myself of that. But also, like, I look at you and you're, like, twice removed from it because, like, you're not. I think, personally, I think Josh would love being pregnant. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I think Josh would absolutely eat it up. I think he would want to do the maternity photos. I think he'd be, like... He would be the guy that wore the shirt that said, you don't have to ask to touch my belly. Please help yourself. Like, I would be glowing. <laughs> <laughs> Just radiant. And so it's like, and by twice removed, I mean, like, you don't get to experience the pregnancy. But then I also have this, like, guilt or shame that I robbed you from the pregnancy journey just because I was so negative about it. And then not because, like, I wasn't excited that we were expecting, but the idea of, like, they don't tell you about when you get pregnant that your body's no longer yours. And, like, it is still yours. But, like, every time you eat something or drink something or lift something, are you sure you should be doing that? <laughs> yeah, Nancy, it's not vodka. Like, calm down. Like, <laughs> if it was, mind your business. <laughs> but, like, my question for you, though, is, like, is that your perspective of it? Because in mine, I think I do hold this guilt that, like, at first I was so negative about our pregnancy journey when every little minor thing you got so excited. Like, even the sonogram, 
stuff. Like, I'm very, I guess, stoic. And, like, even during sonograms, I was like, oh, that's neat. <laughs> but, like, you're over there like, oh, my gosh, what is that? Like, so eager. Like, what is your perspective? Of, did, sorry, I got to readjust. They also don't tell you about that either. So, Janice and I went to the movies, um, like, last weekend, I think. And so, for, like, it was two and a half hours. It was this. And that, she has to use my hand to move. And so she would just like tap me, and then I would have to do this. And then it's not like I'm helping her move; it's more just like I'm just like like an immovable support, immobile support that she can use to like prop herself in different positions. Um, and at the end, I was like, I, I couldn't get comfortable. And he's like, I go tell him. I was like, How? <laughs> just, like, just have my ways. But back uh, to the question, like, focus. Sorry. Um. So, like. For Wait, too tight to Advent, because I assume that's kind of like what Joseph felt like, too. He also lost agency because he didn't even get to do the fun part of conception. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> so, like, not only is Joseph, like, taking on this huge responsibility, but he also isn't connecting with the baby. And it's also not even his, like, his. Yeah, that would be unpleasant for him. Um. I, I have as someone, as someone who's been like along for the ride. I just kind of, I don't. I just kind of see that as that's that's just my role for now. Like there will always be a bond between like Wiley and you because like this thing, like that will, like that's the thing I will never experience. Right, that's just and that's just part of being a human and being born without. Um, a, um, a, a cervix and, and a womb and all that stuff, right? Like like a uterus. Yeah, I went to health class once 20 <laughs> years ago. Um, so, yeah, so there's like a part of that, like I know I'll never experience that, but also at the same time, like that's yours and you can and, and you get to experience that however you want to and however you need to and, and that's cool. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I don't really feel like I'm missing it. Like I'm, Say, yeah, I'm sad I'm missing, like, it's different, but also, like, I'll have a ex- relationship with this child that you won't have. Like, we'll have experiences that you won't get. We'll watch Lord of the Rings and be like, this is the best thing ever. Why is mom not into this? Um, <laughs> um, You're going to be so disappointed if he hates it. <laughs> I'm going to have to be like, honey, I need you to pretend to like this for your dad. <laughs> um. um yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I, I feel like I don't know if I answered the question, but. I think you dodged it, but. <laughs> well, I, I guess, say it again. Say the question again. Like, like your pregnancy journey has been completely different than mine. Mm-hmm. And like, as someone that gets so excited, I know my negative mood has to impact you. Oh. Like, I know it has to. Uh, Welcome to our marriage counseling session, I guess. (laughs) But on a serious note, though, like, this is also your experience. And, like, if tying it back to Advent, right, Mm -hmm. like, the idea of, like, it's like a group project. I'm doing all the work. You're getting credit. Yeah. But also, like, through the thing, you also have to have feelings and emotions about what it's like. And, like, the idea of, like, yes, it's your role, but, like, 
you can have feelings about that role as well and think that things are unfair or that you would want to change something. I don't think I would change anything. Like, I don't, it doesn't feel unfair. Like, um, yes, I guess I am the more emotional person. And they're like, like when we, I found, I texted um, to my, my brothers and I were all in a group chat and I, I texted them a picture of our sonogram with a link to the song um, um, with, arm wi- with Arms Wide Open by Creed. Um, <laughs> and that was, um, that was, that was peak. Like, that was, mm, the feels right there were really good. Um, I, yeah, I, every time I went to the, the sonogram, I usually got a little misty-eyed. Um, that's, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I've enjoyed this process. I don't change anything about it. I don't know. Okay. You All right, cool. Um, <laughs> next question, and we can, and I feel like we can, um, how are you finding, jo- and we kind of talked this already, um, but, the question is, I guess, how are you finding joy? Are you finding joy and I- in this process? And if so, like, like, is has there been a moment of just like deep joy when you're like, mm, that's it, that's the stuff? The first thing that comes to mind is when we got that sonogram of his little face, and it's like you see his lips and his nose, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's my lips and nose. Like, I'm growing that. Like, this is the best, like, do-it-yourself project I've ever done. And, like, it kind of looks like me. Like, it's not going to, like, come out looking just like you. Like, there's going to be something that does look like me. And, like, also, like, it's so great not ever hearing bad news. Like, so, side note, um, I fell at work the other day. And I fell hard on the cafeteria floor. My boss had me go to the, like, OB. And, like, through that process, like, oddly, I stayed very calm. So, like, I called Josh. Josh is in Wichita. And I was like, hey, I don't want to scare you, but I'm on my way. I fell. Um, I still feel him kicking and moving. So, like, I don't, like, I think he's okay. But, like, I just don't know, like, the next steps. So, I go to the OB office and two hours he looks perfect he's he's trying to kick the monitor off but so now they're just making sure like the placenta and all that's still attached because who knew that was still a thing and um and my doctor was like I actually think you're really okay I think we can send you home but like if any bleeding's going to occur like make sure you come back and then she looked at the chart again and then my heart sank because she was like actually I'm going to send you to labor and delivery and I was like why she's like it turns out you're contracting so she checked me and I'm like slightly dilated and which is that means it's coming soon by the way I guess um or it doesn't like or it doesn't (laughs) google google says could be days could be weeks um but like the idea at label and labor and delivery I was like really scared but like still had like the idea of joy of like Oh my goodness, we actually get to maybe meet our son tonight. Very unprepared. The car seat's not in the car. They're not going to let us take him home. Like, what do I do? And then I forget, like, you can leave the hospital. Like, that thought didn't cross my mind. But, like, you weren't there. So I called you and I'm like, hey, don't want to scare you. I'm going to labor and delivery. It's locked down like a prison. I don't have an ID. Make sure you have an ID because I don't know if they'll let you in. And, like, but through that process, like, the joy of, like, first off, 
felt my contractions and I'm like, oh, I can do this. This Because <laughs> originally they were like, oh, that's Braxton Hicks. Suck it up, buttercup. And they were like, actually, no, those are like legit contractions. And you're doing really well with them. And I'm like, because I'm tough. <laughs> um, but like that joy, but also like tied with anticipation and scared of like, oh, my goodness. I've complained this whole pregnancy, but actually am I ready to be a mom? Cause I thought I still had a couple more weeks and what do I do? And Josh isn't here yet. But then like when you walked in, I immediately felt like relaxed and joy. Cause I was like, Oh, he'll know what to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's like that. It's like, not that like I'm a car or anything, but I'm like, he'll fix this. He'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> and like it, it was just like validating because like even the lady that was in there she had no sense of humor by the way um because I joked to cope and she was like honey you're not in labor and I was like how do you know and she was like you don't look like you're in labor and I go I'm really tough for all you know I could be in labor and she's like I've done this for 23 years you're not and I was like get me someone else <laughs> like <laughs> didn't have a sense of humor it's fine um, but like, no, in that moment, it was like the idea of joy that like the moment you walked in, I felt very relieved. And like also the joy of like, even though we are wildly unprepared, we may be parents tonight. And like that anticipation of like, what do we do? And then like, I'm also not one to share news. So the fact that I texted a few friends like, hey, I fell, I'm in the hospital, I guess. Um, was big but like I also like texted Josh's parents because like I had that realization of like not only do I need support but you also need support in that because like I don't know your perspective but like if you called me that you fell I'd be probably pretty worried yeah. but like I also felt joy in that too even though it was like terrifying yeah that's cool I didn't know that was gonna I didn't think that, that would be your moment interesting what did you think it was going to be? I had no idea. I had no idea. Um, you have a question? Oh. Is that it? Uh, we can keep going. I have more. Yeah, you keep going because okay. I don't remember my question. Okay, here we go. All right, how has our love or relationship grown slash changed over the last nine months? Great question. I, when we got married, I was wildly unprepared of what marriage was like. And what they don't teach you or tell you or write about in pregnancy is like that level of vulnerability that you become. So like, one, I'm not a vulnerable person at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> plot twist. Um, as someone that's a counselor or a school counselor, ethically, um, I'm not very vulnerable. I have a hard time sharing my emotions, but like whenever you're pregnant, you lose this, like, it's not agency, but like when we got married, I didn't think, man, I'm going to pee my pants in front of this man in the car. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> when, <laughs> when we got married, that wasn't like the first thought, like, <laughs> But man, let me tell you, I've peed my pants quite a bit since. And, <laughs> and like, 
Yes, I know. You're welcome. But, um, like, so the first thing that comes in my mind is, like, one, I love you more every day, obviously. But it's, like, it's one of those things that, like, true vulnerability scares me. And when the, the story is awful. I got sick in Colorado. We road tripped. I'm on my way back. I'm violently trigger warning for people that have this phobia violently throwing up and uh as I'm throwing up I'm peeing my pants in the front seat of the car (laughs) and poor Josh is on the phone with his dad and his dad's like how's the drive going like are you all to Denver yet (laughs) and like Josh is like too nice and he's like hey I I gotta go and I'm like violently ill and I'm like crying hysterically like I peed my pants and like I don't think like when people get married they go hey one day I'm gonna pee my pants in front of you and I hope you don't make fun of me (laughs) and (laughs) and like it just like unlocks like new things like like Hey, it's 7 a.m., but do you know what sounds so delicious right now? Like taquitos and a frozen pizza from Walmart. Are you willing to go get that? Because I refuse to go talk to people. And it's just like, also my love language is acts of service. So, like, I've been loving the nine months. Like, (laughs) absolutely (laughs) thriving. But it's like one of those things, like, when you get married and you're in, like, everything's looking beautiful and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, you all are so happy. You truly don't think like, Oh, you are going to see me at my worst States. Like you're going to see it. Like me sick in the bathtub, peeing my pants in the car, like getting sick on the couch. Like, and we haven't even got to the hospital stuff. And let me tell you that side of TikTok is terrifying. (laughs) Like we went to target yesterday and I have small, medium, and large diapers. For her. For me. And, like, I try to convince Josh to get some. And because, like, Wiley and I have been talking, and we think, like, families that wear diapers together stay together. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) but it's one of those things, like, when we, like, our relationship, I didn't anticipate already showing that lows even though they're not really lows like it's life but like just two years married and i'm gonna be honest if the roles were reversed i'd be like (laughs) 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 i don't think i'm cut out for this (laughs) but that's my first thought what how have you seen it change um i i for one have learned that i i'm inherently a selfish person um, I don't think uh, that's that's one of my, my things. I um, and I don't know where I picked this up, but uh, somewhere along the way, I f- I realized that if I if I have needs that need to be met, no one is going to meet them except for me, um, and so I will just steamroll everyone else to get the things that I need in my life, um, and that's been a that's like a, a pattern that I, that has shown up in a lot of my relationships and, and, and still I, I struggle with that one. Um, and now to be like, Oh, like here's your partner that someone that you love so, so, so much. And then also here is another person that is also um, like needs you. And that's, and that's terrifying. Like, that's like, that's like, Oh shoot. Like, um, yeah, just, just finding like another, like, 
like your sin, your center of gravity. Like I think when you fall in love with someone, like your center of gravity that you find yourself in, like shifts. Like it's no longer inside you. It's somewhere between you and the other person. Like it, it orbits around you and and the other person. Then you bring a third into it. You bring um. And I think it shifts again, or you find a new center of gravity that's somewhere between all the three of you. Um, and yeah, and that's that's been really that's been really to feel that sort of move inside. I think has been um, interesting and good. But yeah, hmm. yeah. Is that good? We good? I was just listening. Okay. All right. Um, what time is it? It's time. All right. So it is five fifty-eight. Um, I think we're gonna to wrap it up. Uh, Fabian's on his way here. So, giving us the dad look. (laughs) Okay, that was awesome. Um, When they first shared the idea, I was like, "Uh, yeah, that's great. I mean, you're about to possibly have a child on Christmas Day. Like, that would be kind of crazy if that happened that way. But I think 28th, December 28th is like, is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. So far, but no, I would. I just thought. I, I I think what's interesting as they were sharing, I just think about how even if even if that is not our experience or might not be our experience because we're all in different places, whether it's you know in terms of relationship or this journey of uh, pregnancy. Um, you know, I'm 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 at the age of my life where I've had enough friends that um, have shared stories of difficulties, and so it, people all over the spectrum, but we can see ourselves in a story. And so I'm just really grateful that you guys shared it um, and brought some comical relief to, um, you know, the the um, comedy show wasn't just last night. Um, it was also uh, today as well. But thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for listening to this episode. Peace and blessings, everyone.